This week on the Push Wallace podcast, we talk about electrolytes, all the supplements and nutrition in long distance running and stuff, the Joel Seedman full range project, and we answer some of your questions. And three, two, one, it's hot, Dan. Send out a warning. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast. For myself, Dominic, and me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? It is my. It is hot, mate. It's thirty-eight degrees. Yeah, thirty-eight right. degrees here. Yeah, it's warm. What is in the UK? Thirty-two. Right. Can we just check? Ask Alexa. Alexa, what is the temperature? Twenty-nine. Oh my gosh! I really feel for you, mate. It's going to be sixteen in the evening. Right at night, wow. overnight. It's pretty sixteen. It'll be thirty-two tomorrow. So lock up your well. They're probably win- you know, windows. I can't believe it on. I can't believe it on Sky News when there was a public health warning that it's going to be warm. It's like fuck me. The country I just really is. I just went on the BBC and they've got the same thing. Yeah. It's useless, isn't it? The, 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 the Britain is useless. <laughs> it is useless. I think it's, it's funny. funny. It's funnier for me now being here. Because I notice it a lot more. Like I saw the other day that Birmingham uh, today, sorry, Birmingham Council is bankrupt. Allegedly, yeah, I saw there. that. I was like, "How's that well, happen? How's that happen?" Like <laughs> in the same day, you've got this health warning about the heat, and it's just like I just feel like the country's completely falling apart. Like completely. Like you can't get a train anywhere because there's strikes everywhere. <laughs> can't go on the roads. There's too many road works. I don't know. It just seems like the whole place is just too privileged, exploding. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I read an I read an article in the. Um, I I don't read the the Daily Mail, but I got sent an article. Uh, someone posted wow, it. That is that is you. You remember your persona is fifty five year old cab driver. Really? Yeah, that's definitely. So someone <laughs> someone posted on their story was a link to an article, and it was basically about saying how like the UK is just completely like imploding, and they're saying how it's just whole attitude of like oh it's not my problem. It's not my responsibility, and everyone's just like passing the book a little bit. And it was around the um obviously the the airplane stuff going down, air traffic control yeah, going right. down. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean. so I've got an in, in that slight inside thing on what happened there, apparently. Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. So just through the grapevine or through a client that has, they had dinner with a, a friend who works in security for Homeland yeah. Security. Um, so, yeah. And they told them. And then she obviously was talking to me because we were talking about it because I was coming back like the day before. And now you're, and now you're telling up. millions of people on our podcast. Millions. All mum, both our mums. Um, yeah. And yeah, so apparently they uh, they reported um, that there one flight, I believe it was an Air France flight, that had a suspicious uh, route that had been put on like the automation because obviously they they have like a route that they're meant to be flying blah 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 what altitude yeah. and that curvature around whatever and then it was slightly like different to what they were expecting and then they were like that's interesting so and then there was a suspicion that malware had got into whatever that black box for automating that route on that plane um, so they thought that um, basically either that had gone into, was going to get into air traffic control or was localized to the plane, vice versa. Um, somehow that would happen. So they were like, shit, we don't really want malware to be in UK uh, <laughs> like air traffic control. So literally they just pressed control, alt, delete, shut down. Like shut everything down and then had to 
the, the reason why apparently it took so long, like all of them had to reload like almost manually what their uh, stuff was going back on. So, yeah, that was mental. Yeah, apparently that was happening. There you go. It's just falling apart. The old country's falling <laughs> apart. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, like, I don't know if it's because. I don't know, I just see the bad bits a little bit more. Like, rather than everything, I don't really see everything, obviously. But yeah. it does seem like there's just always something going wrong um, to well, the extreme. To the extreme. One thing I'm slightly upset about, and I'm nervous about, obviously, all this truck and triathlon training shit I'm doing for next year, is that I read every single time or see my friends that are doing triathlons, they seem to either people getting sick from the swim or that the swim or the whole triathlon gets called off because of toxicity levels in the fucking water. So I'm really looking forward mm. to all this shit. I'm like... Quite literally shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't really know. About that. Maybe I'm going to pick something in like Mallorca or something like that. But Or I'll just yeah. do it in a pool. I'll be like, I'll be in the event, but I'm going to do it here. All right? Um, mm. That cool? So a little bit... Not obviously going back on anything, but a bit weird. That could get you really. That could really fuck you if you end up swallowing shit water. No, I can imagine. Not great. Just a bit, mate. Just a yeah. bit. Uh, I wouldn't do that if I was you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't do you know that anyway because of the amount of cardio involved. But you know, oh. that now just throws. I know, in, like so. Uh, my mate yesterday, he was like, "Yeah, he really, really trimmed down." FYI. On the weight scale, just so and, and bear in mind that like uh, I've been doing I'm about two months in, whatever. I don't know. Follow my YouTube. Fucking hell, that's the only way I know how far I'm in. Um, and I've trimmed down for sure, but I'm also eating yeah. like a fucking pig. Um, and what was it? Yeah, he was like, um, yeah, I've really noticed. Uh, yeah, your your forearms are looking less chubby. What forearms? <laughs> my forearms. I was like, when did I have chubby forearms? Um, number one, have you noticed that? Pat? I mean, you've probably seen my forearms more than most people in, in, the, yeah. in the world. But yeah, I'm getting leaner, mate. Yeah, for sure. Are they I'm true? Really I mean, maybe I should, yeah, have my, I mean, my arms are smaller, 100%. But yeah, they weren't big anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It's not what you want, is it? Always waste no. time nice. <laughs> so I've on my endeavor of my one to two gym sessions a week, I think I'm gonna do like a hundred bicep curls. So uh, just yeah. just to maintain some sort of mass. Uh sorry, I can still squat. Yeah. Just just arms every day. Arms whenever I need it. Maybe just every single time I train a client, I'm gonna do at least two, three sets just whilst they're doing like some sort of assault bike moronic shit. Uh, I'll just do that. That's what good PTs do. Um, yeah, so I thought anyway. What's happening with you, Dan? No. Not a lot, mate. You know, just getting getting to the, the groove of the old golf, the old new golf course, which is challenging, but you know, hey, it's fun. It's good. good. Um, but yeah, other than that, not a lot, mate. Just cracking on, you know. Sold Blitz, pretty much sold it out. I was in uh, three spaces left, I think, in the end. So that was all good. Um, yeah, some some new things coming from me and Mike over the next couple of months, but that's about it. Nothing to report just yet, but it will be coming. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and just just taking it easy, mate. Just taking it easy. Practicing for the Tom and Dan Open. That is a end of October, isn't it? Seven weeks away. Ryder Cup end of this month. Top Boys mm. out on Thursday. New series of Top Boy. Last Jesus. season, series of Top Boy. Loads going on. Mate. Oh, we haven't we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, like I'll write that down now. Shows. 
let's hit that at the top because the the subjects I've written down are quite boring compared to that. Um, show compared to shows we've watched, possibly that Dan has watched. I haven't even know. Dan's it's always an interesting one because you don't obviously watch a lot of series. Sometimes no. I don't know whether you're getting into it now, but now that you're an old man and uh, you're you're cool like me, I love a series. I can smash through stuff. I I, I can't. I don't sit. I have to be really engrossed in it, but I don't. I'm more like one episode a day person rather than like three oh, no. at night. Like you're like three straight. Up I'm like, yeah. Let's let's get this done. Let's immerse myself. I, no. I want to be. I want to enter the world of whatever it is. So that's that is yeah, hundred percent me. Um, so that's fine. Um, so I did Silo over the weekend. Silo. Silo. Yeah. Talk to me. What's that about? On um, Apple Video? Is that what you call it? Apple TV. There we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it doesn't bode well for Apple TV that still the number one is Ted Lasso on there. Been out, out for a while, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and still, top five is like Morning Show and stuff like that. But yeah, Silo. Basically, I believe it's a book, as most things are, and they just yeah make it. Um, do you know what a Silo is, Dan? Yeah, it's where they hold a big rocket missile thing, isn't it? In it, I know from James Bond, isn't it? The, you know, <laughs> so yeah, so they got that. That's like a hundred. So essentially, I'm not. I really. I'll I'll leave the door open for people who want to go watch it. But if you, if anybody watched Snowpiercer, it's really like that. But Dan won't know what that is. Um, that's also a book. Um, but Silo, yeah, you've got the the Silo, and you've got ten thousand people that live in the silo basically and there's 150 160 floors all the way down so obviously you've got like the mayor and then you've got like some sheriffs some like judicial people and then there's like they've all got different jobs depending on if you're high level you're at the top if you're a low level person you're at the bottom like a mechanic or blah 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 and then it's a bit of a, a social class system obviously in the silo within these 10,000 people but they've been there mm-hmm. for a quite a while, a long time because they don't know they they they're under the assumption that some sort of shit has happened to the world so they've had to go underground but but they're that many generations in that nobody who originally the founders of the silo are alive anymore so they're like they do like a little thing we don't know why we're in the silo we just know we're not allowed out and it's not safe to go out today is not that day all this bullshit and uh yeah shit hits the fan basically people start questioning whether they should be out of the silo and whether it's good outside and maybe the the people who are leading the silo are lying to them and keeping them in the silo and stuff goes on mate politics drama oh, riveting yeah everything yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah it's pretty good pretty good to me and then i watched the first episode of severance that's got really good reviews um and that's started watching that i could not get into it boring so yeah stuff. i've heard that you didn't like it oh so I... I'm, I'm, i think we watched about four three or four episodes of it uh and i understand understand the concept yeah yeah it's just boring Straight off the bat, boring. So yeah, this is where I'm going to be like, because obviously just watching Silo, there's quite a lot of action stuffy kind of, and it's mm. kind of sci-fi and it's like straight into it. Um, whereas I feel like this is going to be a little bit more of a slow burn and more psychological and you've got to think about shit. And yeah. yeah. No, so, but it's one like two Emmys, isn't it? So that's it. I'm going to be there. Honestly. And then I watched... Um, 
um, almost finished with Ted Lasso. Almost finished with Ted Lasso. I think. Do you watch season three? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for people, but fucking, it's been out for ages. Dreadfully disappointing season three. Well, I didn't get like it seems that every single episode had to have a deep meaning behind it, and they had to like solve some sort of social injustice. Every single I, I just, fucking I just felt like Ted Lasso, or raise Ted awareness. Lasso, Ted Lasso went from a real light-hearted, fun comedy to trying to be a movement, and it was just like there's yes. no need for it. There was that just is no, what like, It's not that deep. It's just a yeah, light-hearted comedy. Silly it's really football. easy to watch. Right. And yeah. they didn't know. They didn't. I don't think they actually knew what was good about it. What was good about it was the fact that it was the comedy of an American hasn't got a clue about football, yeah. and it was just quite funny. The fact that none of it would ever happen in a million years was also kind of part of the fun as well. Yeah. You know, it, but they just tried to to make. I think as it gained popularity, they thought, "Oh, we can change the world with how people view things." Like, oh, <laughs> seriously, shut up! Like, just that's not what this is. And I, I genuinely thought that that was one of the biggest noticeable drop-offs in quality of a show and just the general direction of a show I've ever seen. Like, like that was noticeable to that degree, where you've gone from yeah. two series that were the same to then the next series was just like I was watching it like. What is this? And where's Ted Lasso gone? Like, it's like every episode very, very was focused on like different character, wasn't it? And then like they we've got to so solve their kind of world mental health issues of, of some sort. Like yeah. Yeah. Almost became a bit too it, it was trying to be woke, wasn't it? It was trying to be like that yeah, kind of very I just woke. didn't like it or whatever. Uh so yeah. Which is frustrating because I actually really liked that. <laughs> um, but then Top Boy is the one like Top Boy would be interesting to see what Top Boy's like. Like that was one of my favorite series that I've watched in, in recent years. I Definitely. never watched Top Boy, so that can be something I can do. Go back to the start. You need to watch Top Boy Summer House is the first one. Um, and yeah, go go for it. It's it's yeah, definitely worth watch that. Okay. Mm. I will. On the lists. There we go. There's well, the new one's out Thursday, so you want to make sure you watch them all before then. Four series, you'll get through that. You know you're like me. <laughs> yeah, I got work to do. See what uh, to speak. Nah, I ain't got work. Yeah. Uh, no. Right, right. Just jump on a what bike? Bush. Put the iPad there. Easy. Off you go. Easy, mate. Jesus. Easy. <laughs> um, lovely. You didn't. I've not watched any movies since Barbie Heimer. So, fortunately, no. no. You didn't watch those, did you? But I bet Barbie wasn't shown there. Yeah, it was. It was. I bet there was some stuff yeah. that was taken out. Fuck me. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I did ask like my curator client. Was like, yeah. He was like, "What? What part of this would be sh- like shown?" And he was like, "Not of it. Um, it'll be a lot shorter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A hell of a like, lot shorter. That kind of stuff." I remember, like, then is it when Buzz Lightyear came out, then um, like they took out the kissing scene of like the lesbian kissing Wasn't kiss scene. Wasn't shown. Yeah. Oh, but really? Okay, the whole thing. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, it's always funny. Yeah. It's like Ali, one of my uh, curator client, he only comes here to watch movies. He doesn't really watch any over there. It's just like, I know that I'm missing stuff, so not much point is there. Uh, <laughs> always funny. All right, we've got a few topics to talk about, Daniel, because uh, I can I can use your your wisdom of nutrition. Did you know Dan's a nutrition man? Like I think most people know you about business now. I'm a business really? mentor. Nah, that, is that what you want to know before? Really? No, that's that's what your voice though. Um, that's, that's my voice. I, yeah. That's what I imagine yeah. that you when you write your emails and I read your emails. That's the voice I put on as you go okay. through. Uh, Sweet. That's fine. Uh, Good to know. <laughs> uh, 
or just really upset by like duffing a chip or oh, hitting a putt dude. like seventeen like yards past or something like that. So yeah. that happens regularly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start commentating on your shots like that gym Jim Nance guy off uh, that that uh, Instagram channel. Just like chipping like fucking four year old. Brilliant. I was like I was like yep. <laughs> That's me. Relates to your pun. All good. Um, yeah, well, we got to talk about Joel Seaman's project because I did send you that. You He's did. decided to uh, train train properly. I know. <laughs> it's just like revolutionary, guys. I'm doing an experiment. All right. Interesting. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens, Joey. Um, but we always dip into other people's groups. So let's answer Dan's uh, group questions very briefly because he's already answered them on there. But I'll see what he says in person. And we're going to talk topic to discuss now. You're going to help me, Dan. I'm going to help you. You're beyond yeah, help. No, no, because obviously, obviously, I've gotten to the stage. I'm about almost, I feel like I'm about two months in. Pretty much, yeah. I started on like the first week. Okay. So I'm in for my mm. third fucking month of doing a relentless amount of cardio. I might actually, I've, I've been looking at, um, obviously, go to my YouTube channel. Um, but this week won't be really about my triathlon training. It'll be my gym-based training because I think people are bored of fucking, yeah. Oh, you did a run. Great. Cool. Um, I'll be like discussing what I did in the gym. And I want to discuss, because um, I've saved a few of these these things because fueling myself for longer stints, Dan, because obviously mm-hmm. you're a, you're a, that's why I said you're a nutrition man. Um, yeah, and I did remember that so i was like i'm an r and i was like all right i need to do some shit i started talking to i know i know vaguely what i should be doing but it'd be nice to hear it from the horse's mouth eh? um unfortunately i do train a few ultra runners um i don't really take much charge of their running I get them fucking strong so they don't break down because that seems to be a theme um who knew ultra runners knees give up um who knew when they don't do snc um crazy what crazy concept very crazy concepts when they do 120,000 miles a week they're like tom i just keep to fall apart no really uh good uh all right um but yeah we fueling stuff like because i'm on the premise of like once uh my sessions or runs and stuff start to get above an hour at a time which happened yesterday for the first time um in terms of runs i've done bikes over an hour but i don't really seem to have a problem with just water on that mm. but i probably should be fueling that a little bit better um thoughts on what i should be taking or what i should be what i should be doing pre what i should be doing post what i should be doing during an hour to 2 hours i'm not going to be probably doing much more than 2 hours of constant movement but also I've, I've got these so i remembered i got given a gift yeah. of shit these are not gels which a lot of people thought they were gels on my instagram yesterday um these are powders in here oh the, the, the pop steroids. steroids yes yes that's I what you really need tom is you need steroids. currently um, correct uh currently uh ingesting 1000 milligrams of sodium <laughs> 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium in my LMNT electrolyte drink mix. Yeah, you're definitely in the realms. You're definitely in the realms now of needing intra-workout carbohydrates. Like there's no doubt about that. And 
you're looking at you know i think for every hour of every hour of um of exercise at that level you're looking at 90 grams of carbs is is the 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 theory i mean that's quite on the high end i think and you need a you need a two to one split of glucose to fructose i believe it's been a while since i've done fucking endurance based training <laughs> um, nutrition but it, it, it's about two to one glucose to fructose um mixture um and you're not gonna be able to get 90 grams all in one hit but why the, not the theory the, <laughs> yeah good luck trying that um, a bagel bagel right eat a bagel as i'm going Halfway around, yeah, eat a bagel. That's the great. Um, <laughs> you can get these. So they used to have them in in we the the guy who's took it in football. He used to get these ones. They were called goo g u. I don't know if they're still a thing. Goo gels. Yeah. Um, like I swear, like, like the isotonic gels. S- you know, swear like SIS have a fucking market lead. Like always have done in this. Show. Yeah, but the that's goo ones actually tasted nice, and that's why people oh, really? used to actually quite like them. So they do one, for example, that's like I'm just looking at one now. C- uh, chocolate, chocolate and sea salt with caffeine in it. They do okay. strawberry banana. They do oh, this one you'll like, Tom. Espresso. Um, so they do these like gels, and they're basically like these energy gels again. Like obviously, like we all know what energy gels are. Um, but they were quite like they tasted quite good, I think, from what I remember, because I tried some of them at the time. Um, they got caffeine in, a bit of caffeine in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but yeah, they basically just got carbs in, and they're really light, easy to carry. It's that sort of thing that you're going to be going for. Um, realistically cherry lime that'd be nice vanilla orange sounds a bit sounds a bit mean um but yeah make sure you try those out but but yeah like they're, they're the sort of things that you'd then be looking at really um goo gels let me see what they come up with yeah, they must have like an actual website goo energy labs yeah um something like that would be useful um you don't really, you're not gonna want to eat during it like because it's just effort um, some people do like depends on how low intensity it is you can eat technically but it's just going to cause disruption gi disruption and stuff like that but the yeah. oh they do a pumpkin spice one mate seasonal flavor not sure about that um but yeah that's that's kind of where your eyes you you know you're gonna you need you need more electrolytes now basically um so start off with start off with say 30 grams of carbs on the hour mark and see how the second hour performance is and then from there go up if you need you, know, you might be able to stretch to 40 grams in the serving, 40, 45. Uh, I think you might be pushing it in terms of GI disruption at that point. But basically what you do is you'd have, say, 20 to 30 grams after an hour. You'd then test it again, having another 20 to 30, say, 15 minutes after that. Because obviously there's a digestion element to it as well. Um, yeah. So you just have to time it. That's what the training's for. Like the amount of times you used to work with someone that used to be training their nutrition as well as their runs. So you'd start testing, okay, do I need to take one on 45 minutes? And do I notice the impact of that on the hour mark? Do I notice the impact of that at the hour 15? Like thinking about that sort of stuff is is going to be yep. important. Because it's an interesting thing at the moment. Because obviously I've done probably three or four like 10K efforts. And then I've just started my 12K efforts. Um, well, basically then my longer recovery runs are like an hour plus now. And, um, and my swims are about an hour, like in the pool anyway, but I won't need to do much longer than that. Like swim time won't be anything more than probably for me, 35 minutes total. So, mm. and I probably can't refuel during that time. Go put mm. it out there. I don't think I can. Um, and obviously the bike, I will have to, cause that's going to be a big chunk of time. Yeah. The I bike's going to be the one. Yeah. Be like three hours on the bike. That'll be quite a lot of shit going down, but, and then the, yeah at that point but it does seem to be 
a noticeable change in heart rate and my only kind of anecdotal fatigue um, after about currently about 40 minutes, 45 minutes in, I noticeably get like less chatty. My heart rate starts to elevate slightly. I'm definitely drawing on like this could be a case of like just fatigue, obviously, and not being conditioned for running that long. And I'm assuming it's going to get better and better and better. But it what it has been mm. noticeable that my legs start to go. I haven't got as much glycogen or as shit yeah. in as possible as I'd like. Um, and that seems to be. I don't know whether. So, from your opinion, would I need to put that like? 10 15 minutes before i feel like that's gonna come on or when yeah. i do it boom that's gonna come on no. well there's 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 also the so there's also the theory uh not theory it's fact scientific proof that just having the carbohydrates in your mouth signals yeah. that your body can start to perform better and increase power output so with that making sure that you actually keep the gel in your mouth swill it around and like your body knows it's kind of coming because it's then gonna have an effect on your performance before it actually gets into your bloodstream, which again, something that people are using to their advantage now. So with that in mind, I would say, yeah, 15 minutes before, you know, that's going to happen. Mm. Um, but also as well is like, there's that element to it, but there's also the element to it where it's like taking the opportunity when it comes. So for example, if you're changing from swim to bike or swim to run or whatever it is, it's like using that opportunity to go, well, actually I'm going to save time if I do this now, rather than slow down and make sure I fucking didn't crash or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm sure that it's not a huge problem. Um, but there's certainly the bike's going to be the time where you can get the most in just because of how easy it's going to be to do it when you're running, not so much, um, you know, with that. So there's as much thinking about that as well. But yeah, I think for you, once you start on like, say, the 45 minute mark, it's going to kick in in an hour. And you're looking at then probably every 30 to 45 minutes having 20 grams of carbs in one of those sort of gels. That's what's in it 20 grams of carbs you then just start looking at that and going, right, how many of these can I ingest before I start need, you know, getting the shits effectively? <laughs> Problem one. Um, and, and how and how easy is it to digest? And, and am I noticing that the benefits and differences, you know, with, with that? Because um, you're going to have to soon start thinking about glycogen loading the day before your event, your, your training sessions, never mind the event. You're going to have to actually start practicing, okay, if I fully load up on five, 600 grams of carbs the day before my training, when do I notice that difference? Because you're still at the point where, to be honest, you, in my opinion, wouldn't need, shouldn't need the gels doing that level of, of training. You should be carving up the day before. You should be going, right, I've got to be nailing 600 grams of carbs, get fully fully stored of glycogen. I think just by doing that, you'd notice a difference in your training performance the next day. Yeah, Because that, that arguably is going to be... So my point in that is there's no point you practicing your race day nutrition protocols with all those things unless you're fully glycogen stored because you're not going to, because that's, you're going to be obviously for the main race. So you have to kind of consider, I mean, I would, if I was you now, if you're going to take it seriously, it's like, you want to be making sure that you're okay. If I've got a long aerobic day coming up day before 600 grams of carbs, three bowls of cereal, like heaven for you, Tom, um, like, like, but tracking it and being like, I need to be clear on on how much of this is going in so that I can start to notice. Because if you can push that time to to exhaustion effectively back 20, 30 minutes just from doing that, yeah, you're in a much better position because the intra the intra run or bike or whatever carbs is a delicate thing to get right because of GI distress and all that sort of jazz. So if it's already in there, it's much better than doing it during. 
Beautiful. Otherwise, you you know you do a you do a what's a, what's the phase? You shut herself on the marathon, isn't it? Paula Radcliffe. Paula Radcliffe as well. Um, <laughs> it happens. Does happen? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, good. Well, my so, yeah, you've drink. got permission. You've got permission, Tom, to eat lots of cereal the day before you have a high training day. Excellent. I need to go buy some Enjoy. cereals then. I mean, make sure yeah, you do. I will. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what I'm gonna do though. I'm gonna go to Aldi and buy all the random brands that I've never tried before. If I well, they probably come from the same factory anyway. Oh yeah, so. we know they do. They we know no. they all come from the same truck and shit. So, uh, and they'll have one know. gram of sugar different, and that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, it yeah. doesn't make all the difference to be fair the one gram of sugar so true whether my fitness pal have it tracked i'm sure that. um but i'm looking forward to trying through of but like the noticeable on the electrolyte stuff um so i smashed one yesterday because i was like but i've never really done gels and stuff like that because obviously most of my uh training has never been anywhere near it. um <laughs> needing to move for over an hour yeah um and yeah whenever we play football we just get fucking jelly babies and oranges and shit um yeah. it's like all right that'll have that'll work um but super interesting in terms of what the flavors these fuckers are lmnt they're a bit expensive they work out at like one pound one 50 a sachet i was like yeah i think goo i think the goo energy stuff would be the same so unfortunately i've still got my my protein about voucher no codes codes so on um, codes my protein code so be rude not to fucking get like 40 50 off whatever they do i'm assuming oh yeah they'll have they'll have the same sort of thing yeah yeah I'm, yeah it'll be exactly the fucking same one surely just uh yeah, yeah. Bigger brand in it, but yeah, I went very safe. So which ones? So yesterday I went really, really safe, and it was just um, orange salt is what I had. Um, so out of these, Dan, quickly rank these on what I'm gonna I'm gonna taste test every single one of them. And one of the one one of my followers um, was like, prepare yourself and uh, for see if you can pick which one that I need to prepare myself for. Okay, so we have. Raw, unflavored. That would just be really salty, I'm assuming. Um, chocolate salt, which I'm not too sure whether that's going to be good because chocolate-based no. drinks are not fantastic unless it's a milkshake. That's not would, good. It's still not going to be good at all. Um, watermelon salt. Yeah, might be right. Mm. Citrus salt. Standard. Raspberry salt. Mm. Mango chili. Ugh. And lemon habanero. Why are they making it spicy? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Those last two. Like, tell you what you want when you when you're running around and you're exhausted. Oh, I tell you what I'd love right now. A bit chilly. A bit chilly. Fucking mango about? chili and lemon habanero. Yeah. What the fuck? So that can't be. That can't be good. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I might have that. I don't know. Just before I run, so it's like in me. But yeah, going just so I can mm. do a fucking taste test no. video. <laughs> Not about that. I love no, the no. Uh, the on the on the thing as well. It's like all right, mix with between sixteen ounces to thirty two ounces of water. That's about five hundred to a, 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 like a liter. Yeah, um, quite a water. large, quite a large <laughs> amount of water for the one sachet. And just to just to t- find your flavour, 
So like I had about 700 mils in my 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 big liter bottle. And so I was like, oh, I'll just do that. It's kind of middle ground. Fucking salty, aren't they, Dan? Fucking salty they are. Mm. Um, so I'll be doing it with a whole liter of water. So I'll be fully hydrated. Um, but also I noticed my pee was incredibly yellow. Post run. Might, might put some V vitamins in there. Yeah. I was like, hmm. I was like, I'm pretty hydrated as a human. My pee is generally pretty good. Um, that was odd. Uh, I'll report back next week on what pee flavor pee flavor? Pee color. <laughs> to say. We're not yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm not doing any of that. But yeah, we're all good. So yeah, thank you, Danny. Um enjoy any need any advice from me, then yeah. You, you won't get it. All right. Yeah, maybe he's um, a powerful golfer, Tom. There you go. Do that. No, that's not happening. You, if I write anything for you, you won't follow it. We, we both know that. I just need some ideas for some exercises. You know, when you do your own exercises, you go, oh, I'm not really bothered about that. But I, know, just oh, I can set up, but that, that, you've you've made fun of me before. I can send you, We. I can create. I'm not skipping a, through uh, the gym, Tom. Right. <laughs> no. A skips and B skips for a right. Because you can do shared saved reels and stuff on Instagram, shared saved posts. And I can put you in it and be like, I recommend this shit, Dan. This might be more creative for you. And you can start yeah. following some of the people that I like who do some of that stuff. Right. But then there's some of the some of the uh golf based performance coaches. I still kind of go it's a bit a bit much in it. Like they get a little yeah, bit too specific it. still, and you're like, yeah, I'm not too sure you need to spend that much time doing mobility, like or rotational mobility. I'm like, they do a lot of it when they fucking swing. I think they're swinging a lot. <laughs> I was just like, I'm adding to that repetition. I was like, not too sure that's all fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm all for stretching, but well, I saw um. I actually saw uh, someone post. Where's he gone? Let me find his thing. J- Justin Thomas posted something. Um, yeah. Where did he put it up? Um, yeah. Or he's re- he's put his story. One of the biggest names in golf getting sent random workouts over text. He basically got he basically posted that he got sent a workout on a text. And this is the workout. So this is what it starts with, and this is how it goes. You tell me what's wrong with this. Flat bench dumbbell press four times six, and then he lists the weights he needs to use. Not against that completely, right? Number one. Number two, 10 second bike intervals times five, fast as you can, then take 40 second break and go again. In between, well, that's his number two exercise. Yeah. Number three, single leg band press, squat to pulls, single leg box jumps. Definitely worth doing that after that cardio. Isn't it? <laughs> after, after the, uh, so, so the only like, reason you would do that, and some of my clients currently are going, uh, I've got some of this, is um, sparking up potentiating of like muscle groups. But you'd still have a lot of bit of rest before. You, but I'd be like, I want a couple of, it'd be like, I think I've done like three to four, three second hard outs on an assault bike, and then you go lift or something like that. But it's not like. Yeah, I, I I'm not bothered about that. It's more just, why is that after a flat number press? No, no, yeah, so it shouldn't be anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> But yeah, he basically what? posted it and was like, surely, surely this, surely a, a professional golfer would have a proper coach, doesn't send himself over a text. And it's like, you know, when you get that thing of like, I hate jumping to conclusions, right? But Justin Thomas could have sent him a message saying, Hey, can't get into my app or can't, can't get into, yeah, find yeah. A, the thing. Can you text it to me? This is a bit like, 
Maybe like I've done it before as well. Yeah, like my clients have been like, "Oh, I can't. I have. I've been logged out of like Stridus or something like that. Can you just ping me a workout, like or something like that?" And I'll, I'll literally write it on notes and screenshot it and send it. Uh, imagine if that is like, "Oh, your coach is a bit basic, isn't it?" I was like, "I'm just literally just sent them a full body plan so they don't fucking do nothing, and it will just yeah. be boring as shit." It's like, if in doubt, literally just squat, pull, and push. Do that. For two tri sets and then fuck off um, is generally my advice for my clients when they're off or somewhere. But yeah, fuck me. On a, one caveat there, Justin Thomas, golfers, shoulder health, pretty integral. Probably wouldn't flat dumbbell bench. Just put it out there. Pro- probably wouldn't. Probably put it a little 15 degree incline. Keep that shoulder. Well, uh, three weeks bit. before the Ryder Cup. Yeah, probably. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Just shit tons of overhead squats. That's what I want to do. Um, all that integrity. Well, no <laughs> anyway people people always like go up to it like yeah don't do a lot of like flat flat dumbbell benching for people don't do it it's absolutely fine perfectly fine but when they're doing single arm bench i, I put them flat because it's fucking awkward when they're inclined um mm. but yeah don't do a lot of it i do generally do a 15 degree um just because yeah shoulder health's degree. a little bit better well it's the first notch on the fucking bench in it and yeah easy lazy on you mate you can't bother to f- figure out the right one. First, yeah. one first first notch um yeah and people are like why are you doing that so, so you can train for longer and you don't get angry shoulders i guarantee it will probably probably have the same effect on your chest and getting stronger probably um i don't probably. conceivably know it will have a direct effect on like your dumbbell flat to dumbbell bench press rm but it probably will it probably will all right, um, Joel Seaman's doing 90 degrees plus. This is interesting, isn't it, Dan? So Crazy. he he announced, I sent it to you, then I was like, oh, shit, this is fun. Um, the, did he go on a podcast or he did something? He had a debate with his post. Um, yeah, so I have to come to a recent podcast. Um, after a recent podcast on Align podcast with Coach ZT, I proposed I try his ass to cr- so he did ask to grass program and he'll try my ninety degree. What? It wasn't ask to grass at all. It was like oh, just no, a yeah. little bit lower than ninety degree. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes because I'm trying. I'm keen to open to trying to learn and keeping an open mind. Keep an open mind. Every single post, he's so ranty in all his comments, isn't he? And so he says I- as well that he used to do it and it ruined him. So he's like, yeah, if you've got yeah. an open mind, you know, you don't need an open mind. You you know what it does, surely. You've done it properly. So before I got deep into this mini observational study, I wanted to check my mobility on a few basic moves. This is the most mobile and pain-free I've been in, in years at 39. I have my... Oh, and I have more muscle power and strength. Yeah, because you've been training for a little bit longer. You throw enough shit at the wall, something's going to stick. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful to... I don't know what that means. Um, a God thing. He's he's God-fearing, isn't he? Must be. I think he must be Jewish, no? Seedman? What can I I would assume so. Um... I come from an ask class full range. Of, so the, the mobility train, like prep, he does, he does like some deadlifts, barbell in a um, semi-sumo stance. Did an overhead squat, not ask to grass. That was about barely just below 90 degrees. Did a deficit deadlift, which seems a bit silly. Front squat, 
These are all very sagittal planes so far. All of them are. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, then a dip to test those well-known mobility exercises there. Um, dips, deficit barbell deadlifts. Um, oh, it's quite, I can get, but it's going to leak. There's a lot of kinetic leakage during that. But yeah, interesting. I will, um, I will assume he's going to be the sorest he's been in 10 years. Yeah, and he'll use that as some sort of, he'll be like, my Ex- joints were sore. And it's like, no, it's just doms. You just a week. Um, and he'll yeah. claim his tendons <laughs> were sore. He'll claim a few things like that. And he'll also, he also, because at his level of training, we'll probably not see any development, any changes. I, I wouldn't have thought he was any crazy changes. So interestingly there, so I'm reading through this. I'm, I'm not nitpicking. I am a little bit. Um, but involved during my PhD kinesiology, blah, blah, blah. Um, on 90 degree joint areas. Once I began implementing 90 degree eccentric isometrics, not only did my pain and inflammation subside, but my strength, muscle mass and mobility surpassed where it had been. But my, my, my pain and inflammation subsided by training half reps. Well, it yeah. would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it would you're not creating as much stimulus as you did previously anyway <laughs> and that's what he's going to say he's going to say my pain inflammation came back and it's like yeah your pain inflammation because you're inflamed because you're not training properly yeah you're right yeah it'll be super funny i'd like i, I should follow the other guy um so we can do a, a little review on his um astergrass program coach zt coach zach tilander He's a grappling coach and a weightlifting coach. So, yeah, he's all going to be like all that kind of stuff, isn't he? That would be interesting. Yeah. He squats quite low. Low. Getting low, low. Getting low. He's got like a mustache as well. We like that. Um, nice. So that's an interesting thing. It's always nice to try new shit. And guess what? why Joel Perceiving doing that? Because he's got more content to talk about. Some coaches might learn that someday. Um <laughs> At least he's doing that, mate. You couldn't fault his content. He speaks what he believes in. Like, oh, and do you know what? Divisive. I wrote an email about this about Eddie Abu. Uh, it comes goes out yeah, on Friday. Yeah. It's like he's like instead of fucking being mad at him, try and work out what he's doing well because he's doing something very, very well. Same as Joel Seaman is. He's like yeah. absolutely steadfast in his opinion and keeps repeating it over and over again. Like you can't moan. Um, he's an idiot, but <laughs> he's he's got a better business than ninety nine percent of other online coaches out there. So oh, yeah. who's the idiot, really? Like, again, it's it's this thing. Coaches are very happy to sit there and slag him off and, and say he's an idiot, like I like me. Like, <laughs> but, you, but for me, to, to be able to do that, you have to be having your own stuff going out. You have to be having your own opinion, your own thing that you stand for. You know, it's it's it's, it's baffling. It baffles me. Joel Seaman is exactly the same. Got clients yeah. off the back of it because he knows that some people have pain points, quite literally, around full full um, range of motion training. They get, hurt, they like, get beat up. They're injury oh, prone. I'm yeah, always exactly. sore when I train full range. I need to do yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> and he will get people to do it. And they will be people who are already quite strong, already doing quite well. And if they feel like they're doing the right things here, we'll probably do all the right things elsewhere. So for example, this is a great example of the whole like, um, not the placebo effect. That's not, what's the, I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, basically it's, it's kind of, it's basically adherence, but basically if they start doing this style of training, they start aching less, hurting less, 
they're more likely to sleep better, to look at their nutrition better, to think about their recovery better. Because they're doing this plan that they're paying more money for, they're more likely to do all the other things. Same with the Eddie Abu stuff. If you cut out all the shit and you genuinely believe it's really, really shit for you and you do eat more single ingredient whole foods, you're going to feel better number one. Of course you are. But alongside that, you're probably going to walk more, train harder, go to sleep earlier, drink less alcohol, you know, all those other things take some supplements and it all combines to you feeling better. And you think it's because of the diet. It's like, no, it's actually, you're just adhering to things a lot better overall. Um, and, and it's the same with, with the Joel Seaman stuff. And it's, and it's the whole thing around coaches as well that we get coaches to do. It's like, it's accountability and adherence to a plan. Really? The, the methods you use to get there, doesn't really make a huge difference, but if it's, you believe in it enough, It'll work. So that's why someone like Eddie Abu, someone like Joel Seidman managed to get coaches to do this. And because it is that extreme and out there, they feel like they're getting attacked by people because if they see Joel Seidman getting attacked and they do this plan and they get results from it and they see him being attacked, they feel like it's a personal attack. So they therefore double down on stuff that they're going to be good at, stuff that they know is going to help their results so that they can prove to people that it works. So it's the same with the Eddie Abu situation. It's like, well, yeah, all his clients are going to stick to everything really, really well because they genuinely believe it. And they're going to get better results all around from doing it. So does it work? Well, you could argue, yeah, it does work then. (laughs) You could argue that it works then. How it works, you know, is a bit of a gray area, but, and and that's the thing coaches don't get is, and it's also why coaches that preach all the moderation, all the balance and and don't like putting themselves in a camp and don't like saying one thing over, don't get that. (laughs) You know, they just don't get that level of, I suppose following and all that sort of stuff because they're not they're not you know prepared to put their opinions out there and stand for something. Got a bit off topic there, but anyway, it's it's relevant, isn't it, to to, to both those people looking at their at their posts. And the other thing about it is that they always post about it. I said this to a client yeah. earlier on a call. I was like, Eddie Abu just holds up a different piece of food in a supermarket and says the same so thing this, about it. This is shit. What the fuck are they doing? And this, is shit, like... this is shit. <laughs> like, and and the content's no different. It's just a different piece of food. It's a, what it's does a, he it's sell? Not, what does Eddie Abu sell? He's got uh, ebooks and coaching. Okay. He does ebooks and then coaching, I think. But okay. he'll, be, so he'll, be like, full. He... he'll be full with online clients. He'll be full with people reaching out to him saying, Can you coach me? I need help. I feel like this. I feel like that. He'll be full. Yeah. Absolutely full. No doubt about it. Joel Seaman is as well. He's oh, yeah. We know. We... So Joel Seaman's a millionaire. Like, absolutely smashing it. Like, must just. Amount of people that comment going, oh yeah, just if you took just because he gets fucking interaction off his posts all the time, like all the time, absolutely mm-hmm. kills it. Um, so you can't can't fault his ethic. Um, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's right, that's yeah. the thing is, it's standing for something. Fuck me, it's just stand for something. No, it's hard. Eddie, there we go. Got it, Eddie Abu, he loves it. Loves it. He loves it, does Eddie? Stan store. Click on it. Join my free Facebook group. That might be good for content. Yeah, might be actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he does. Yeah. Muscle building guide, ultimate fat loss guide, subscribe to the YouTube channel, newsletter, Facebook group, cookbook. Get my, this is shit. There you go. I knew his tagline. But he's already he's yeah. got me in uh, <laughs> in front of my marketing. This is shit. Um, there you go, lovely. All right, let's on. Probably start selling w- t-shirts. It probably start selling t-shirts with on as well soon. Well, that's what you just said. Yeah, get my. T-shirt. Oh, that's what you just said. T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this is, get my this is shit t-shirt 20 quid literally just says this is shit <laughs> on there. and then Eddie Abu amazing yeah interesting uh, I, I'm assuming that they're sold out but he's gone from small medium and double extra large okay <laughs> yeah, because yeah, all his all his uh, all his audience are large or extra large. So, yeah. yeah, it's like didn't did do too well on the order in there, did you, Eddie? I didn't project that who how big your audience is, literally. Um so okay. yeah. <laughs> it was funny, I all like ordered all my hoodies for my clients and stuff, and then obviously stupidly bought like five medium hoodies. I do coach females. Okay. Shocking. Weirdly, I've taken a lot more females over the summer on. Weirdly, not too sure why. Um, getting a message across. It's good instead of booty building. But yeah, obviously they get sent like uh, hoodies and stuff. And um, yeah, no females want medium sized hoodies. They all want extra larges. Brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. Glad I ordered them. You know. Yeah. Brilliant. I was like, I'll order some mediums because yeah, I'll take a medium. Mate. Medium will fit me. I'm, I'm oh, it'll fit you. It'll be fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's like yeah, I'll just give give these guys away, so it's fine. I was just like, "Fuck's sake!" All right, just dress up, kids, basically in my stash. Um, but yeah, we're good. Um, answer two quick questions: lead magnets from your group, Dan, because I thought mm. it was interesting. Lead magnets. Has anybody got? A, I think the current. I can't remember who it's from, but uh, a performing lead magnet would be a high performing lead magnet would be very unique to each individual. Number right, one. There we go. Um, yeah. So yeah, someone asked the question. They said, "Oh, has anyone got any ideas for a high-performing lead magnet, or has anyone had one and how did it go?" And like, my response was, "It's more about how you sell it to your niche and how well you know your niche and what is if it's what they need, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, because actually, funny enough, I had a new client this week, and he came from another mentor, and the mentor he was working with gave everybody the same lead magnet to use. It was like a plug-and-play one. Like, so everyone there has the same one. And I was like, what? How is that useful in any way, shape or form? Um, Because, you know, me and Mike look at ours and we've actually literally just about to launch seven. That's what, you know, I was talking about all the nice things we're coming. Seven new lead magnets. Really cool lead magnets, whatever you free things, whatever you want to fucking call them. Yeah. Um, but we were like looking at them like really specific, very unique, like our tone of voice, our way of thinking or whatever few reasons we're doing seven i'll maybe dive into that next year in 2024 um when i've got the information i just don't understand how a coach can listen to a mentor and they go yeah so you're gonna get the same magnet as all the other people in there so what like why why are you accepting that why, why is a coach yeah. going oh that seems like a good idea and not questioning well no like that seems a bit stupid where's the coach saying that seems stupid well would would the mentor have the same as all the other mentors out there? No, he wouldn't, would he? Wouldn't, would he? Would you download it then? No, you wouldn't, would you? Right. So use the same logic on yourself. Yeah. Like mm. literally lead magnets, right? Yes, they need to be good. Number one is what I would say is they need to be good. You can't, you know, it's your first impression potentially of, you know, to someone of your business, how seriously you take it, all that sort of stuff. So it needs to be good, right? It doesn't need to be spellbinding and like a fucking novel, but it needs to be good. The second thing is you need to sell it as much and with as much passion and vigor as you sell your normal coaching. People need to believe that by downloading it, they're going to get something that's going to really help them. The problem that coaches have with lead magnets is they just say, oh, hey, I've got a free fat loss guy in my bio. No one's downloading it, then, are they? Literally no one. 
because you've just said it like that. You need to ramp it up and say, you might have some social proof of your client, Tom, who lost eight kilos in the last eight weeks. In the, in the, in, you know, throughout the eight weeks, we overcome so many hurdles, X, Y, and Z. To achieve it, Tom had to do A, B, and C. It was really difficult. But what I've done is I've distilled it down into this free guide that I'm giving away to help you kickstart your eight kilo fat loss in eight weeks. It's completely free and it outlines everything you need to do from day one to day 72 with no stone unturned so that you can finally feel good in your triathlon suit, feeling good getting out of the water when you feel like you're completely naked and you're ready to run fucking 20 kilometers. I don't know, whatever, right? You sell it like that so that people go, fuck me, I need to get this because I want to be like Tom. And then they download it. Problem is most coaches, they put out a video and at the bottom of it put out free guide in bio. That was the last line of the fucking thing. It's ridiculous. So in terms of high-performing lead magnets, it's as high-performing as you make it. Because it's how yeah. you sell it. There you go. <laughs> and then ideas. It's like fit your fucking niche, who you want to talk to. So currently, the lead magnet I have is a, I think it's like a 12-page uh, ebook around uh, football training. So training to be a football player, whatever, or like field-based. It's, it says football because I want it to be a little bit more specific. Um, but that is part of a wider lead magnet chain which is basically coming out each month um but yeah that would be have a theme fuck me yeah have something that's going towards and yeah i've i shared it yesterday literally people have gone oh i'm starting your plan cool it's not like a massive plan i've literally just given them a week and linked youtube videos to every fucking program and it's a program that's written out and it's got a youtube video of me explaining the whole fucking program to them as well it's like yeah it's free cool but this is what my Probably what my coaching is on the line. Um, but that's the idea. It is a lead magnet. Yeah, it is free shit. I think and I've said it back on this podcast before. I was like, yeah, free stuff. I... Just have more than one as well. People are so obsessed with like, oh, what's yeah. a good one? Have have four. Have seven, like we're doing. Like, have loads. So, yeah, like, why is... do you have to have just one? Like, it, it baffles me. think, yeah. Cause, so from the training point of view, I currently have the football one, um, a... And then when people sign up on a different way email list, I think they get a a running calculator guide thing, something like that, which I made. And it wasn't like, it, nobody needs a fucking another calorie calculator. Put that out there. Nobody needs that. No it's one. fine. <laughs> it's like, it's built into every single thing. But yeah, that's like a five, if you've got a 5K run, you can put it in. So if you want that, fucking hell, just message me. And then I feel like I've got something else like given away. Um, I've got three more like fitness based ones at the moment that are, are, are doing some rounds. But yeah, just create them a little bit more your niche specific because mine will be like running people because I get people to run, shockingly. Um, and then it was more like football-based training. And then I think um, I've got one that will be coming out because I only fucking did one video on uh, um, bullshit body building and your training plans are split. That's something I'm going to lean into in terms of content because yeah, there's Mountain messages going, oh, have you got an example for body training? What? And I'm like, oh, shit, people need that. Okay, cool. Let's go make one of those then in the same ilk or like provide that. That's fine. Realize that some people don't like giving away free content and free stuff and stuff like that. But mm, if you turn into a client, then it's it's worth it. But it's fine. You have to. You have to build that trust. That's one of the best ways to do it. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. And I think... We're not talking niche bios because I feel like that bores the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> if it, it feels like 
half the questions I've been in mentorship groups as well. It does feel like a lot of people always ask about or change their bio a lot. Um, yeah. And it, I feel it, like it comes done, from not knowing, a... it comes from not knowing who they are and who, what they stand for. It's if someone says to me, oh, I'm changing my bio. I'm like, okay, cool. You don't know who you'd speak to there. You don't know your niche. Yeah. You don't know or like, when I say it's not that important, it is important, but it's also not like if your content is congruent throughout and it's always the same message, the bio should write itself. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Just put something random. Um, yeah. And then it was like, and then somebody asked um, about workout videos. I think we talked about this before um, or like demonstration videos. You use functional yeah. bodybuilding. I've got like a batch of them. I either film myself because they're slightly niche um, exercises. They don't have to be fancy. Fuck me. Spend less than two minutes doing it. If it's in your plan, film it. Shockingly, it'll probably be all right. Um, and then most of the time, the client doesn't care if it's not you. Um, just get a decent no. video. Uh, they just want to know and what if, if, if you can't find it for some odd reason, spend 10, 15 minutes trying to find it, then just make a note. And the next time you're training, quickly film it. That is it. Um, and upload it. It's absolutely fine. Create a YouTube channel just for that. Um, I just don't think I think the other thing as well is people obsess over doing every single exercise and it's like no just do the yeah, ones that people are going to need an example of no one needs an example yeah. of a press up just, yeah no it's it. like I leave some blank they're like oh I'm, there's no video in there so I'm, yeah it's fucking dumbbell bench press fuck off yeah. Like, yeah. I expect you to know that like it's fine yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, it's like oh it's, it's a random video but alright yeah, it's all the it weird in. it's all the stuff that's weirdly named or yeah, yeah. requires a different movements or is unique in some way yeah yeah well it needs a little bit of coaching on it lovely mate um any other business not for me not from you no i'm gonna go try i haven't got any long distance training today so we're all good i got a, a big cycle ride tomorrow which dan's obviously super excited about so i might try get your cereal in mate try some lemon habanero <laughs> Thanks for listening guys We'll catch you next week See you later